And we're live. Welcome to the Snappy Tech Podcast, episode number three. We decided to follow Photobucket's example and we'll be charging all viewers for every episode they've seen so far. That means that every viewer will automatically be charged £500 for each episode of the Snappy Tech Podcast so far. However, first, we have our guest, Paul. Hello, Paul. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. I am not ready for this. <laughs> it's been uh, too that, hot that, a day that's the way to do it i know it has been a really lazy day for me as well i haven't done much today i'll be completely honest i woke up at like three o'clock and then i did basically nothing all day it was great i, I left the house earlier on so i'm you pretty did? proud of that <gasps> yeah master. i i went oh, to pick my you. brother up and had to take him to being cool right so so i walked around there a bit and yeah that's too tiring I can imagine. So, we are... Oh, God, I forgot to mute at that time. Go me. (laughs) I forgot to mute the stream. It just started playing. Your stream's only just started playing. Mine started, like, 20 seconds ago. No, it's because I opened it in a separate tab and then never opened that tab. So you know how Uh, YouTube stops autoplay videos if you're not on the tab? So Mm. that happened. Go me. I'm a genius. So, Paul, let's talk this week in tech. Wait, no, that's another podcast. Um, no, hang on. Let's talk about what's happened this week in the world of technology. Uh, please don't sue me. I love you, Leo Laporte. Um, so, <laughs> what, do, what do you want to talk about first? Do you have any preference? There's, um, it's, it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? Um, yeah. As I was saying before this, though, that, 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 I mean, there's a couple of good stories, and we'll cover them in this show, but generally... Let's start with the bad. The, the, I, let me yeah. hang on. Let me just um. There were lots of bad, but most of, of this with my setup. Carry on. Most of this week's stories were actually a lot of them were about Tesla. Some of them good, some of them bad, but most of them were about like all of the quality in Silicon Valley, and it's really annoying me. Yeah. Um. In in terms of the quality in Silicon Valley or lack thereof, it seems right. That's that's the crazy mm. thing. Silicon Valley was created to be this beacon of hope, if you will. You know, yeah. the the idea that everyone at Silicon Valley used to be a nerd or a geek at school, and therefore they, um, you know, we'd be better than everyone else because we weren't the cool kid at school, and we know what it's like to be discriminated against. Mm. And then they started discriminating against people yeah backfired it's, yeah it's, it's it's not good um uh, it's a bit... <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't sit well um especially considering you know as i mentioned you know they're, they're all the geeks all the all the outcasts of school and they've they've you know they're like well now we have power we get to be evil this time yeah like, it it's a bad thing that in this world that even the people that have been discriminated against or been considered as outcast then make other people outcasts <laughs> yeah like, exactly you'd expect the exact stop? opposite right yeah it's it's a bit shitty <laughs> so on, on the subject of a of a bit shitty uh let's talk i love i love how my voice dropped as i said the word shitty there did you did you notice that it's like yes. on the subject of a bit shitty um, <clears throat> like, by the I'm... way hello person in the chat oh, oh is there someone it. in the chat yes um Hello, hello, chat. Oh, so there is. Hello, Eddie Green. How are you doing? Um, Awkwardly I, I, in. Oh, gone. I probably should add my chat open. Thanks for <laughs> yes. reminding me. Um, uh, 
Uh, as you started saying uh, on the subject of a bit shitty, at that point I noticed him in the chat and uh, was about to say hi. And then I thought, okay, please say you're not on the same subject as me. No, no. So I, I was going to talk about um, the photo bucket incident. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. So if if you use photo bucket, uh, it's 2017. What the hell are you doing? However, there are people who do, and photo bucket has been. Uh, down the drain lately if we're all completely honest they've had issues with with advertising with everything and I honestly didn't think they were still an actual active thing yeah I think a lot of people didn't a lot of people were really surprised when they realised the photo bucket is an actual thing that still happens and that people use right and interestingly um, whilst doing research for writing this topic I noticed that a lot of the places that do use photo bucket are really old like forums right like motorsport forums or you know like places where there aren't many technically savvy people going to put photos up because they Mm. know that photo bucket works and it was around back in 2003 so that it's just the service they kept using um and with over 15 billion images on their servers that is um a lot of content to be holding at ransom yeah it's uh Oh, I was very surprised. 15 billion. I think I w- worked out because there's like 100 million customers or something. Yes, 100 million. So like a, on average, it's 150 per customer. Which so, is but crazy. that would mean that. So there's some people on there with like 500, 1,000 images and are now yeah. being. T- if they're people that are hosting it on um, these forums or they're uh, like some of the people, cause like Amazon pages and stuff like that have been caught up in it as well suddenly there's some people being very screwed up by this the 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 interesting thing is though like amazon and ebay i know ebay especially i'm not sure how how amazon have gone about it but they're they're trying their best to actually get rid of third third party image hosting on ebay they they want you to host your images on their website probably in case of situations such as this one right Mm. um yeah I think in those situations, it's nice for them to uh, be able to control what's going on and make sure that the only outages they're going to have is because they fucked up, not because someone else has fucked up. Um, Quick side note, Eddie Green asks how many comments until we kick him. Um, As long as none of them are offensive, infinite, you can comment all you want. until the moment either me or Paul deem you annoying or disruptive. So enjoy that power. <laughs> I think that's 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 our um that's our thing, right? You know, if, if you wanna maintain a conversation with us, then great. We'll we'll love talking to you. But if you're just gonna be a pain, we will kick you. Um Paul, there's a nice compliment for you yes. waiting in the comments. I'll, I'll... Thank you very much. I'm glad. <laughs> Yeah, I honest. I think I've, this is actually one of the videos I've been in that I've also watched. There's Have a you lot watched my... it from start to finish? I think so, um, practically. And I, it, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was a bad video, but thank you for uh, saying so. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. It was good. It was. Um, you know, I think five out of our six top videos were all like physical products. Um. And it, it's why we try to get as much stuff, our hands on as much stuff as possible. So there's a review of this laptop coming soon, um, as well as I got some Amazon 
dash buttons, which I forgot. I was going to bring one up with me, but I forgot. You know, the bu- like you click a button and it orders more stuff off Amazon. Yeah. So I I b- we bought like five of those. Um, so yeah, we're gonna. I'm going to do a review of this microphone at some point. Um, I forgot to get a pop filter with it. That's arriving tomorrow. So um, when that arrives, I will do a proper video. But okay, so I'm back... still glad that my headphone video is at 23,000 views. By the way, which yeah, is that, yeah, we uh, actually next um, is 15 and a half. <laughs> I I com- I'd completely forgotten the other day we actually crossed a hundred thousand views, like overall views on Snappy Tech, which is an Nearly... epic milestone. A quarter of those are mine. Actually, yeah. just like slightly over, but yeah, a- around a quarter. We're at like yeah. 102,000 views or something. Um, and it's crazy how, like, you know, like, I want to say, like, 60 or 70% of the views is, like, the top five videos. Um, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it's just a way that, it, like, it happens, right? One video tends to go, like, yeah. super viral. And then, yeah. Well, basically, three videos make up half our views. Because here, it's, like, 23,000, 15 and a half, and 15k. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, as, as and and really quickly back on the Echo, uh, the Echo, the Amazon Dash buttons. Um, Eddie pointed out they are one ninety nine thanks yeah. to the Amazon Prime deal. Um, that actually makes them negative three pounds. Yeah, uh, I was about you, to say you still get that five pound back though, don't you? Yeah, so you get five you pounds off your first it. purchase. So you you know theoretically you could buy a bunch of these and then click them all once and just roll in the money. Um, except I'd... you wouldn't be rolling in the money. Well, as long as you order a product that only costs like two pound in the first place, so you yeah, you profit I, with I'm, a quid. I'm not sure if they put that money on your account, and I know there's a minimum charge for all of the items. Like, I think everything that you can buy with a dash button is at least a tenner. I want to say off the top of my head, because a lot of them, like, even like we have a Mentos one, and the Mentos <laughs> you like, I bought just for the fun of it, like just to see what it was like, right? Because I was like, you know, what if I need some sugar someday, right? So uh, we got a Mentos one, and even them, like you can, you have to buy like at least a twelve pack. Like that's the cheap, mm-hmm. that's like the the lowest you can go. Um, so they are regulating that to some extent. Oh, I was hoping to uh, to scam Amazon for uh, hundreds of pounds. I know, right? That yeah, that's a good idea. They could afford it. I mean, they could afford to. Well, they they, they could the stream. So yeah, they, Amazon, they could afford watching... it. There was actually I was um I was at an Amazon event a few weeks ago the AWS event in yes. in London, and I was talking to one of their like um one of their like R and D leads like someone like someone like that like someone who works in research and development basically, and I was asking I was like so um you know and they're showing off one of their robots, um, and. I was like, so do you guys want to make a Robot Wars robot? I was like, can you guys do... Like, imagine if Amazon fought in Robot Wars. And he looks at me and he's like, we could do it. We'd probably thrash everyone. He was like, but how much does it cost? And I was like, oh, you know, the most expensive robot is like 250 grand. But that's over the course of like 20 years, right? That's not like all spent at once. And he was Mm. like, we could probably spend quadruple that per year. And I was like, yeah, I know. You You should go do Robot Wars. Uh, if if Amazon and Google teamed up to do it, especially with no, all no, of the no, no, no. you don't want no, no, no. you don't want them teaming up. You want like a Le Mans situation yeah. where there are two giants like duking it out, right? So you want Amazon and Google like going against each other. See, with the amount of um, AI companies that Google own and like robot companies and all of that stuff, their robot would not only probably be able to 
freaking whoop ass, it would probably be able to control it itself. <laughs> um, yeah, poten- potentially. What what you need is like a robot team of robot. Um, like you need it like a team of robots, but create the robot for robot wars. Um, quick, quick side note. I want uh, just jump it back into the comments real quick. Um, yes. In the case of child spam, so I'm clicking it like 20 times or whatever. Um, it's it actually has a setting that you can toggle um, for like multiple purchases. So it will either work where every time you click it, you get a new order placed, or which is how we've set it up in our house. Um, every time it will only work like if the previous one has arrived. So if I was to click it 20 times right now, I don't like it would only register the first one, and then once that's arrived, I could then click it again. Um, also, um, Andre, please be civil. Um, it would be great if we could have a civil chat. We're all here having a conversation about technology, and um, if if you have something to say, great. Um, but yeah, uh, yes, we are in England right now. Uh, hence these lights. Um, so Paul can't see them anymore because I've turned on my, off my webcam on Skype, um, so that I can have it for this podcast. Um, these lights are up to actually block out the sunlight from outside because there's a window like right behind me. Um, and amazingly, yeah, Paul hasn't invested in light blocking technology. Can you tell? Um, yeah, I need to uh, kind of. Oh, that's that's see, that's infinitely better. Before I had it because then I could have both windows open and it kind of uh, got a bit more fresh air in here, but it still didn't work very well. Yeah, my room's like a just hell right now. So if you were photo, just you know, back, back slightly coasting back into the photo bucket story, yes. if, if if you were photo bucket, how much would you charge per year for users to be able to use their own photos? Just out of curiosity, right? Pr- pretending you haven't seen the show notes. Well, <laughs> I certainly wouldn't charge as much as I've seen in the show notes. Um, but I think it's there is more for there needs to be a bit more of a lower tier so that or like i i think um some a lot of companies they'll on things like this they'll have some sort of like tiers for a limit of amount of stuff you can do yes yeah so if say you only hosted five pictures off the site then maybe you could pay for each particular one or you could pay say twenty dollars a year or even 50 or something, which isn't too bad. So just to clarify, um, you personally wouldn't charge $400 per year. That's per annum. Yeah. Yeah, the $400 a year. So if, especially if you're only hosting one picture on, on a third-party site, I think $400 is a, just, just a smidge overkill. Yeah, it's, it's not an insignificant amount of money. And, you know when it is something like an ebay posting you have no choice right and that's i think that's been one of the big the big discussions to come out of this where they have essentially held their customers at ransom right either you pay up this money or you have to find somewhere else to put all your images and you know if if you have multiple ebay postings which each have multiple images that is a lot of work you have to do and if you are one of those people it might just be it might be worth paying $400 per year just so you don't have to move it uh yes eddie that's 400 400 yeah. <laughs> per year i i noticed that i was like yeah you get the point <laughs> yeah that's it's a lot of money it's not an insignificant amount um yeah, but yeah 
it's crazy and they also didn't they also didn't seem to mention it to any of their customers um they they re- they released a, like an email they sent out to all users saying like oh by the way we're slightly tweaking our terms of use um and i think it like it like mentioned it barely it was like oh by the way it, you know the, the terms of use was like we can charge for you to if you want to host it externally right it wasn't like we're going to and it's 400 dollars per year um be yeah, as really badly communicated well people you know who've had accounts for the last 14 years who are who have been told oh yeah do you want to keep these images that's 400 bucks per year yeah i think the, of course the two issues here is not that it's so much money that is that well that is one issue and yes, it's a very good issue. But the only the other thing is, as you said, they didn't even tell anyone. They're suddenly out of the blue. No time to migrate uh, to any other service or anything. It's suddenly like, okay, guys, if you want these pictures on these sites without finding a new site, you've got to pay us four hundred dollars. It's like, it's a bit ott. You shouldn't be. It's also doing a bit underhand, that without right? telling people. Yes, yeah. it's a... it, it comes across as, you know... Scumbaggy. Yeah, are you going to trust these people to now just not randomly charge at some other point for something else for no reason? Like, Yeah, it's not not a act that comes from a site that you wish to host things that are quite crucial to your business because people do look at the pictures more than they look at the descriptions these yes. days yeah so. i know that i when i purchase things on amazon right the first thing i do is look at that image and go okay cool um and then carry on oh yeah eddie i had i i actually did the trial once and i never actually um supposedly they meant to send you an email saying that prime it will automatically charge you after the month uh, it didn't send me that email and I got charged that I got it refunded though pretty easily. Yeah, so. if if you um contact customer support, um oh it says almost charged me. So I think um you either did or you've managed to unsubscribe in time. Um customer support with Amazon tends to be really good if they tend to um be straight on it in terms of cancelling stuff like that. Yeah, the one time that I didn't have good customer support was when I ordered that, you know, when I got my new motherboard uh, RAM and processor, like yes. last a year oh, ago. Oh, that took like forever to arrive, didn't it? Yes, it was meant to arrive some that evening and some the next day. And the stuff that arrived that evening ended up right arriving like the day after the rest of the stuff. And I said to guys, like, you've got to give me some sort of um, compensation for this. And eventually they was like, oh, we'll give you a month free of Prime. But like, yeah, um, what well, stuff? I... I, I tend to, you know, if, if I ever have... I, I had a really unlucky stretch like a month and a half ago where everything arrived late, but, like, by a day. for You know, this is, of course, like, two weeks. I ordered, like, five or six different things, and everything arrived late. Um, so, you know, every time something didn't arrive, I'd give customer service buzz, and um, they'd go to put one month on my Amazon Prime, um, except the issue is my Amazon Prime isn't mine. Uh, little known fact: You can actually share your Amazon, your your yeah. Prime benefits with one other person. <laughs> that was um, my way of getting my profit to pay for half my Prime lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this year. So, so you can you can share it with one person. So I actually have my, my, mine is shared via my parents, um, and it means that when they go to add a month on my Prime, they get a little error on their system, being like, "But he's not paying for Prime." 
Um, so instead, I got five pounds of credit on my account each time. And, you know, this is like six times this happens. And, you know, some of these purchases yeah. are like adapters that cost less than five pounds. Um, so, so I got like oh. 30 pounds worth of credit on my account. See, for me, I really wanted them to refund my order. Uh, the only issue for them was my order was worth £200. So to refund it and me still get my product, they was like, no, you're not having this. Yeah, but maybe. because it was uh, at the time, the reason I needed it and wanted it so fast, not just because I wanted my products when I was meant to get them, um, but my previous processor and motherboard combo was not working. It, it was just running ridiculously slow. I think each core was running at like 800 megahertz rather than 3.1 gigahertz. Yeah. So it's just unusable, literally unusable. Um, and I said to, like, I was saying to them, oh, part of my job is that. And the thing is, if I did actually editing for Snappy Tech, which I'm too lazy to actually do, but if I did, it would make so much difference for me having, like, three days later some videos. Like, if OnePlus, for instance, when that phone come out, the live stream you did, if you'd actually record it and re-upload it, then yes. for three days later for that to come out, that's quite a big difference. Yes, it's, yeah, that would have been, you know, and we did that. Uh, you were you were there, weren't you, when One Plus Three first came out? Because you helped film that. Yeah. When we went down to um, Spitalfields Market, where we mm. went and filmed that event. You know, imagine it, that that was three separate videos, and I remember that day. That day was um, I I left work at five. Like exactly at five, like literally as quickly as I could get out. I got out, got to Spitalfields Market. There was already qu quite a queue. So I stood there. Paul arrived like half an hour later. We finally go in, right? So I've been queuing since five. We get in at like, I want to say half eight, nine. It was about that. So we get in, um, film um, the product, talk to one of the engineers and talk to them about the product, you know, ask them some questions so I can get as much details for this video buy a phone and the phone wasn't for me the phone was for someone else uh so i bought the phone um filmed the unboxing got a bunch of b-roll uh this is you know we, i got home at, i want to say about midnight so at midnight i filmed this unboxing um i then film a load of b-roll to later use it in a review which i never wrote um so i still have that b-roll sitting around somewhere i got to sleep at like 5 a.m that night um because I published that, I published the first video that evening. Like I edited it, uploaded it, and published it that evening. Um, and yeah, so if you know, if we'd been in a situation where I was like, "Hey, Paul, can you? I really need you to edit this video," and you were like, "Oh yeah, it'll be out in uh, three days," that'd been. Yeah, you you probably would have just been like, "Okay, I'm hiring a new cameraman." <laughs> yeah, I, I would have been. Yeah, I know uh, that because I I was already sort of playing the card of look this is part of my work. I have two jobs like, and one of them is quite a big money job that if I have to wait more than like a day to do something, then I'm screwed. Yeah. Um, and the thing is though, at the time it wasn't exactly true. It could have very well been a case of that. Yeah. They had um, no way of knowing it wasn't. Yeah. That, that's always the trick I play. And I tend to remember my lies. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's, that's the important bit. Remembering your lies. Yes. Um, <laughs> on the subject of lies, do we have a? We don't have one that comes under lies. Uh, actually, no, we do have a topic that comes under lies. Uh, technically, free, uh, free and their go binge. Uh, um, the the reason it comes under lies, and I'm I'm hesitant to call it that, but um, I'm almost tempted is um, 
Go binge if you haven't heard is a, the new plan by free. It allows you to get infinite um, internet access on certain services. Um, I, I don't think they did they just what did they call it? Um, they they just refer to it as zero rating basically. And how it works is if you have in, so um, I should mention free have implemented this differently, right? So for most companies, it's a matter of um, you know if you use one of these services, it's completely free, right? We don't count your data. Um, and it's usually someone like Verizon in the US will use it for their own service, right? So if they're like, if you watch Verizon video, then, you know, you'll get, um, you'll get the Verizon video for free. And so what Free have done is um, they've announced zero rating, but in certain circumstances. So if you have more than four gigabytes of data in your monthly allowance, or you pay for their, pr what do they call it, advanced plans then you get infinite data on certain services. So, you know, Netflix, Deezer, SoundCloud. Imagine being able to watch infinite Netflix without worrying how it impacts your data consumption, right? It's your battery. Yeah, it'll still, yeah, it'll still impact your battery, though. Can't help, they can't help with that one. But the interesting thing is, I, I took a look at this, and I've been very much against zero rating, because as much as customers love it, you know, the, the idea of it, the moment you dig deeper, you realize it's a really bad idea in terms of competition. Because if, imagine if we had to compete against Netflix, right? Imagine mm. if, for, you know, for whatever reason, Snappy Tech is competing against Netflix. But Netflix has this deal with free where you can watch as much Netflix as you want, right? And we're here going, hey, watch Snappy Tech instead. And the, the users are like, but I get to watch Netflix for free. Like, I have to pay for my data if I want to watch Snappy Tech. Like that ruins competition. Yeah, it's um, I I, I somehow uh, doubt that Snappy Tech and Netflix are ever going to come into uh, <laughs> yeah. strong competition. <laughs> I will make you bite. <laughs> uh, I think Float Plane has got more of a chance of that. <laughs> yes, yeah. That we've got to talk about that at some point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, by the way, um, Eddie, will we can talk about that. Yeah, after, we'll we'll, uh, come, we'll come back to that in like two this, minutes. We'll just yeah. finish this topic up real quick. And um, we'll, we'll come back to that. I, I do get what you mean about um, about that. And my other issue actually is as well, um, is if you have everyone watching it on one network, usually it can handle it, the network. But once people start streaming a lot, you get very slow. <laughs> Interestingly, so it, um, it, there, there are two things that are interesting here. First of all, I think the resolution is capped um, for that exact reason. Um, but B, um, free is actually the, has the most data heavy users of any network in the UK. I'm not sure yeah, if you're aware of this. Isn't it like an average of like six or eight gig per six. user? Yeah, an average usage? of six gigabytes per user. And that was actual usage rather than yes. caps. Yeah, yeah, and it's, the, um... that, that's crazy. And it, it's it, it's it's probably because they're the only provider in the uk that offers unlimited data right they're, yeah. they're i th i believe they are and i think it's like well the office i'll offer it but it's always got a cap it's like here have unlimited data but it's only like this amount or... well yeah they, they all have to have a cap but i want to say 250 gigabytes i want to say it is or a terabyte you know it's it's some number that's so ridiculously high that you can never hit it and that is because they have on a mobile, to on yeah and that is on um that is on like fair 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 play rules so i think they have to yeah um but you know most of them most providers don't advertise unlimited data they advertise you know like 26 gigabytes 
whereas oh, free offers unlimited. Yeah, or you get like twenty things that like five hundred meg, one gigabyte. You oh like, God, imagine, this day imagine, and age. I feel like that's that's a challenge that Snappy Tech should do at some point, right? The five hundred meg challenge. I could easily do it. I'd probably get very frustrated that I couldn't uh, use it, and I'd accidentally t- or like leave my Wi-Fi off at one point. That's all it takes, it. right? That's all it takes. Like, for you to forget <laughs> Wi-Fi once, and that's it. That's- that's why having five gig um, Wi-Fi, and also when a phone's got enough or good enough battery to leave Wi-Fi on, so you don't need to remember yes, to turn it yeah. back on. It's, that five gig of wi- uh, sorry of data so saved me. This it's like um, year and a half. What I also suggest is there are a bunch of apps um, that let you do locational based Wi-Fi. Um, I forget what it's called, but there's an app. Um, it's probably an integration with Tasker. Now that I think about it. And what it will let you do is if you're in the area of your house, it will automatically turn on Wi-Fi. And then when you leave, it will automatically turn it off. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's what I used to use personally when I was like at college and home. What was traveling between them, it would automatically turn off Wi-Fi. And when I got to one of the locations, it would turn itself back on. Um, Unlimited is usually 100 gigabytes. Uh, thanks for that, Eddie. That's, um, re- cheers. That saves me some Googling. That's really useful. I yeah, really 100. have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I want to say I have twenty six on my contract, which even like even twenty six. I I used like thirty gigabytes last month. Yeah, like, I, I can't I had believe to you. Pay. You I actually ha- have twenty six. yet you still go over all the time. Yeah, <laughs> mostly because um, mostly because I use it whenever I have internet issues, right? Okay. So if I and have, your if, internet system, if I have like the slightest of internet issues. I will immediately switch my PC over to my mobile, um, and it's and usually it's fine because if it's like a small hiccup, then I don't care. But the times I usually actually cross over to my mobile isn't when it's running a bit slow; it's when I'm uploading a video, and you know these videos are like nine gigabyte files. So yeah. I, I upload a video one night, and I've used up like I've blasted through ten gigabytes of my allowance. And I know sometimes like you, because uh, like you do lots of Snapchats, which are quite small, but. You, like over a they day, yeah. the amount you do. <laughs> yeah, I have. Let me, let me take a look. Let's take a look at how many Snapchats I have right now. If you want to add me on Snapchat, it's in the description. Go do that right now. It's a G underscore Chachinite. Fun fact. Um, I currently have. So the other day, just for reference, whilst I was at an event, um, I was actually filming with my spectacles, and I filmed a hundred and forty-two snaps. Right, like, and they all went up like within a couple of hours as well. I currently have, you know, I'm going to ballpark it. I'm going to say like fi- somewhere between 15 and 20 snaps on my Snapchat right now. Um, Luckily, none of them involve doggies, so it's not yes, that bad. Yeah. Um, the only reason <laughs> they'd ever involve doggies is if, is if I wanted to hide my receding hairline. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a really good trick to know. It's, there's, there's a metric. I, this is about two months ago. I made up this metric for judging how good a filter is on Snapchat. Um, and a filter gets a high score if it's good at hiding my receding hairline. So the better is it hiding that, the higher the score the Snapchat filter gets. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Um, Eddie, bye for a bit. Yeah, I will. Uh, well, uh, if you add me on Snapchat, I'll see you around there. Uh, we have some videos coming up next week, so you'll see us there. And then, of course, the podcast next week as well. So we'll definitely see you around, depending on when you're back. Uh, chat to you later. Uh, high five through the yes. webcam, I guess. <laughs> oh, we're yeah. halfway through as well, actually. It's crazy, it's, yeah. It's... It, it feels like it flies by when there's a guest on. Last week, 
it just felt like it dragged on forever. I'll be. I dropped honest. in and it was because well, I said I dropped in and like actually hang on wait, given a language quick, quick 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 chat before you carry on. If you haven't seen last week's podcast, go check that out right now. Uh, that will be in a link in the description. Go do it. It was just me. If you want to see me suffer, that's the way to do it. Uh, sorry, Paul, carry on with your story. Yeah, because I popped in last week. I think it was around halfway through. It was, yeah. And it was, um, you were just given a lesson on how to speak Georgian yes. to like the one guy in the chat. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay. I, I, um, I found out. I need to double check this. Hang on. Actually, give me two seconds. Um, I'm going to grab something. Can you like talk about one of these topics for like a minute? I'll be right back. For I'm, I'm, I'm going to grab someone real quick. Um, let's talk about... Um, if you start talking about Tesla's week, um, I'll be right back. Okay. So, if no one's seen any Tesla stories this week, I would be very shocked. Oh, hey, welcome back. That was a very short bit. <laughs> if no one's seen like Tesla's bad week, though, then I would be very, very surprised. It's been... <laughs> A mixed week. They've, oh, we mentioned earlier on in the show, they've actually uh, had some uh, quality issues where, like, where women aren't really getting uh, very good treatment. But I think the biggest story for Tesla this week, after I think it's been like years in the making, the Model 3 is actually finally went into production. And uh, just looking at the show notes, um, there's going to be a handover to the first 30 customers on the 28th. Uh, there's going to be another 100 made in August, 1,500 more in September, uh, 20,000 in December, and roughly half a million in 2018, which is ridiculous to think the scale of their uh, whole business up till now. Then in 2018, they're suddenly going to be making half a million cars. Um, just mental how much they've grown having said that model 3 is meant to be their first proper um widespread car though it's still like 35 40k start price which is still quite a lot for most people um it's still meant to be like the first really big production car i'm back and by the way I, I just saw you sit back in your chair on the street so i was like how long <laughs> george been back and not said anything <laughs> No, I just got back. Uh, sorry, you were discussing Tesla. Carry on with your with your monologue, and I'll butt in when appropriate. Yeah, it's. I think. <laughs> I think it's really shown how far Tesla have come because, I mean, like the, like Model uh, S and X, especially I know the Model S was very late, and for Tesla. Um, their whole sort of thing a lot of it's been really slow off the production line always late and the model 3 has been quite late but it sort well, of shows the, the how model 3 pop- was a lot more stripped back and they said that it would be 2018 right yeah so that was the model x was delayed by like a, a year and a half or two years whatever yeah, i think the mod yeah the model s was like a couple of years as well but it kind of shows how far they've come that from their such a small production line to now like 2018, 500,000 are meant to be um, actually made. Having said that though, well, on yours, it says um, on the show notes, it says about uh, if you pre-order today, delivery date would be mid 2018. There was actually someone this week saying um, if you go on there, the 
uh, their site, the estimated delivery date for some people would be like 2019. Yeah, it will. Um, I'm, I'm like, assuming okay. more people have pre-ordered it by now, so it'll have been pushed back a touch. Yeah. Um, it's... Yeah. And I, I, I expect it to go even further back still after the 29th, after they do that, 29th, 28th, after 28th, they do yeah. that handover party. I think after, like, a bu- after people see the handover party, that'll probably be when a lot of people go, you know what, let's get this and yeah. pull the trigger. Or even realise that Mod 3 is actually available now. Yes, or um, yeah. Kind of, yes, it's available now. But... Yeah, it's, it's it's been an interesting week for Tesla, though, right? Because it started off so strong. And t- uh, Elon Musk actually tweeted yesterday, I want to say, um, with a picture of the first production uh, Model 3. Um, mm. Thank you. Um, which was cool. And, you know, it was like a black and white photo that looked really swanky. Um, and then he was like, this is the first production Model 3. And that was great. Um, but it's not been all good, uh, to say the least. Um, it's it's been it's it's interesting because, like, people disagree, right? Um, in the case of Tesla, Tesla have really managed to split opinion, like no company before, right? Yeah. So if if you haven't heard this story, Tesla stocks dropped by seven percent the other day. I haven't seen what it is at currently. Actually, let me check. Um, it is currently. I'm not even sure if it ever recovered. Um, well, it's up one and a half percent today, um, but no, it hasn't fully recovered. Um, it's it was at three hundred and seventy. I wouldn't call it dollars per share. It's currently trading at three thirteen, um, and basically because they there were what was it eight twelve analysts? I want to say uh, sorry 24. 24, 24 analysts um, who valued Tesla. Um, by you know how much they deemed each share to be worth, twenty-four analysts. And there was a perfect split. Eight analysts said you should buy some Tesla stocks right now. Eight analysts said you should sell your Tesla stocks right now. And eight analysts said we're not quite sure. Like it's it's just such a massive range that you don't usually see. And Goldman Sachs rated this company which is currently as i said 313 us dollars per share at roughly 180 like that is massive yeah just a, a teensy weensy massive drop it's it's really a, a a thing that only really tesla or elon musk can um really do have like three sets of eight analysts all saying completely different things yeah. about the company and this, whether you should spy or sell stocks. It's just... It, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's the Elon Musk effect. Yeah, the really. Musk effect. Feeling <laughs> musky. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that is crazy. Right, let's... Do, do you want to circle back quickly to the Note 8? Um, yeah. Eddie is back. So, what what have you seen of the Note 8 personally, Paul? How much How much do you know about it? that's coming soon (laughs) (laughs) i'll be honest apart from the fact i know this time of year it's coming soon and i've heard bits um about knowing it's coming soon i literally know nothing for all i know it could have been released last well actually no if i if it had been released i would have known but (laughs) it's so yeah there there was a photo leaked a couple of days ago that i'm aware of and it shows the rear camera assembly and it has dual cameras on the back which is a big complaint against the note 8 
uh, not Monotate, sorry, VS8, where yeah. it still only has that single camera. So the Notate will have dual cameras, which is great um, because that's the way everything's going. However, that fingerprint sensor is still on the back, uh, which leads people, in, including myself, to believe that they still haven't managed to put it under the screen. Um, there, there were reports that they weren't able to put it under the screen before this, and that the reason was that they were having like brightness issues. So they they'd been working on technology so that instead of needing a button, you know, you'd click on a certain area of the screen and it would unlock your finger with your fingerprint. But they found that they weren't able with that thing like on the screen, they weren't able to get the brightness between the screen where the fingerprint sensor is and isn't the same. Um, they were just having some real issues with that. Um, and if you look at like a photo of it, like Samsung had like sent out this report basically. Um, internally which then got leaked as it does and that shows like a render of what it kind of looked like and it just looked like you had a bright circle on your phone where the fingerprint sensor was mm. but it the one good thing that comes out of this whole tale is um that it is possible though it may be a sort of an yes. engineering. And, Ap and Apple marvel. are working on it. And Apple yeah. are working on it as well, I mean, right? And so both Apple and Samsung are in a race, and yeah. we we saw similar reports with the S8 as well, where with that they'd also plan to put it in the screen. But when they struggled, they put it on the back because that's the only place they could put it yeah, without having to I, redesign the phone. I read, I think it was the other day that um, Qualcomm have basically done it. Um, I don't know whether they're having the same screen issues, but they don't make screens. They this is more their realm of stuff. Um, but apparently they've managed to find a way to do it. It's just whether people can actually use it very easily. Um, as you say, because I mean, as soon as you put it behind a screen, it might be. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? You're, you're, you're making, you need something that's a invisible, excuse me, a invisible and B capable of scanning fingerprints. And it almost feels like those two things shouldn't go together. Yeah. It's, um, it's one of those things i mean a lot of technology the facts that in front of me that or that just down to the sort of the right of me is a box that are powering these two screens with these amazing things that are connected and like you're about 10 miles away from me or something like that and we're speaking to you live with no delay yeah. it's amazing but i get, understand a lot of this stuff um, though it still baffles me that it's actually possible in the first place. But it is one of those technologies that I'm kind of like, scientists will work it out, but really, how the and, fuck? And we're close, it's something that shouldn't fair. be able to be done. But it, it is... What's crazy is... Um, where was I going to take this? I've forgotten my point. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I, was about, I was about to say something, and I've just completely forgot. I, I like took a swig of water and completely forgot my point. Oh yeah, um, I was I was like scrolling through Twitter, um, like a, a week ago, and someone was like, and there was this joke on Twitter which was like, if you ever feel like your program is really like bodged and thrown together, you have to remember that a CPU is literally just a computer we convinced we like tricked into thinking, like it's just a rock that we've like you know kind of cut down a bit and then put lightning through this rock and now it can think, right? And that's what a CPU is really dumbs it down a bit but yeah. it does yeah but like it's still crazy right yeah it is basically a rock that that, that we've actually 
shrunk parts of it down small enough as well. I mean, cause is it like uh, a 14 nanometer uh, yes. processor at the um, moment? It's Intel's i9s are 10, I want to say. Yeah. Because I, I, I got yeah, ten, it goes down, or maybe eleven. Eleven rings built. I, I think it's ten because I was having a good, an argument with them. Either Sorry, way, not an argument. I, I was having a discussion with someone who works at Intel over their um, okay, X two ninety nine range. Um, <laughs> that was actually really fun. I was uh, again at this Amazon event. Intel was there, um, and I was like, and you know, I, I walked up to them and I was like, oh, how are you guys doing? They're like, yeah, great. And I was like, so how's your how's you been your experience been about the new CPUs? And they'd be like, we don't get why everyone's so like confused and i was like really like really <laughs> like yeah we've been yeah. at the forefront of innovation and we've been working very hard and i'm like have you uh, have you really been working as hard as you could right like if we're all honest here yeah I th <laughs> the problem is that when i first saw them uh at first i was like oh some new cpus hopefully they're going to be really good but then i looked at the table a bit closer then started thinking about it and especially when people like linus started coming out with their analysis and stuff and it slowly sort of unfolded it to be kind of like intel um i think you kind of fucked up really here yeah, um, yeah i think so i think i think i said actually last time i was on here about um how intel it you can kind of tell with the. Would the you top say? Two. Would, would you say you can intel? <laughs> no, I really wouldn't. <laughs> but you can kind of tell with the top for two or three processors. They probably didn't plan on releasing them until the fact Sunny Fred Ripper was announced. Yeah. Uh, that was going to be an actual thing, rather than just rumors. And then they were probably like, "Shit, we need to match this." And yeah. But yeah, what, the Note 8, was... 8 looks good. Okay, um, it should be good. There's a leaked render as well, like literally three hours ago. I'm just checking this now. Interestingly, the render looks different to the dummy device. Uh, again, still dual cameras, but it's just... Um, this, this render seems to um, anticipate that they have got the fingerprint scanner into the phone itself. Into the screen itself, sorry. I think that's going to be the big... The big reveal, right? Whether or not they've pulled yeah. it off, I think that'll be the biggest talking point. Because if they pull it off, it will steal yeah. the iPhone's thunder big time. Um, in until iPhone suddenly comes out in September, it turns out they've pulled it off as well. Well, yeah, it, it, yeah, but even then, right? If if Samsung comes out like yeah two weeks earlier and they're like, hey, look, we've already done it, then I feel like to some extent that wind is taken out mm -hmm. of Apple's sails. And also, actually linking that to and their what... sails. <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> sadly yes but linking that to what he said about uh, Qualcomm should partner with Samsung then because uh, when we were talking about um, yes, how yeah. Qualcomm have figured it out um, or how much they figured it out um, the thing is with that is Samsung want to be the first ones to do it they want to be able to be look this technology look we're the first ones to have figured it out put it into a product got that product out there um, and if Qualcomm help them then yeah it's still the first phone that's got this but it's still it's not Samsung's uh, achievement in yeah, the same way. Samsung want that achievement for themselves, just like the same way that iPhone or like Apple want um, all of the iPhone achievements to themselves, rather than asking other companies. Because usually, actually, if Apple want um, a certain technology, rather than making a partnership with the company, they will buy the company. Yes, um, and that's been something they've shown a lot. In Especially the with um, what are they call colorware, color vision. Something like that. The people who make the no colorware's the 
paint company. Um, yeah. I can't remember. Basically, they said that they wouldn't be getting their fingerprint sensors from this company anymore. Uh, dropped the value of this company by a third, more or less. And at that point, they went, hey, let's buy this company. So they can make our... You, you know, this is Apple, right? They have all the sway they yeah. um, On the subject of Apple and their sway, and Qualcomm, there's the, Qualcomm is one of few companies who can... Segways. <laughs> I know, right? These are great. Um, <laughs> Qualcomm is one of few companies who can... You know, I, I think it's safe to say affect Apple. Apple... Um, Apple have this almost an air of indestructibility around them because they are such a major company. However, Qualcomm is also a major company and they're trying to ban the sale of iPhones in the US currently. So Qualcomm have taken Apple to court. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Right? It's ridiculous. I I very much doubt it's ever going to go to as bad as it actually getting bad in America. But apple though it would be uh, impossible to completely screw over apple but if there was any way you're going to do it that is the way the yes the amount of sales i know around the world i mean in the uk the iphones are very popular phone yeah which annoys me a lot but <laughs> alas uh, but in america it's a very popular phone as well and if they can't sell their iphones in america they are hmm it just very. <laughs> However, the one thing I did want to point out, because I think it did actually say that only some of their iPhones apparently use this technology. Yeah. Never said which ones. So by so, so here's the interesting thing. When I when I wrote some of in the show notes, I knew what I meant, which is by some of I don't mean the seven does, but the six S doesn't. I mean like fifty percent of all iPhones. Right, so if you take an iPhone, there's a 50-50 chance that it has either the Qualcomm chip or an Intel chip. Um, it's it's a luck of a draw, and there's there was a similar situation with uh, their processors like a year ago for the 6S, I want to say, where again, half of them were made by Samsung, and half of them were made by someone else, and one of them was like slightly better than the other one. Uh, so it's a real hardware raffle. The issue is the the difference between them isn't quite as close as the ones between Samsung and whoever the other company was. Um, the difference here was major. So one of them was made. So the the two were made. They're made by two major companies, right? Qualcomm made one of them, and the other ones were made by Intel. And the Intel ones were give or take about half the speed, right? Which is a major difference, right? You don't want to be selling one phone that's about double the speed of the other. Now, this is in the case of networking, so you probably wouldn't have noticed it unless you were using something that's saturated with full bandwidth. But if you were, it would have been about half the speed. Um, so Apple, in their infinite wisdom, went, how do we stop this from being an issue? And decided their way of fixing it, instead of going, hey, Intel, make your product better, was to take Qualcomm's product and run it at half speed. <laughs> They they basically artificially bottlenecked this device purely so it wouldn't be so outrageously fast when compared to the Intel one. Which, Which I think it's crazy that such a big player like Intel um, is being so clearly dominated by Qualcomm. Yes. Like, so actually, when it's like they have to half the speed to actually make it the same, roughly, it's... 
to to be fair though, it was Intel's own fault, right? They were very late in the mobile train, and even now they're kind of suffering. The Atom line of CPUs yeah. is doing all right, um, and that's you I, know mostly mm. for laptops even then, and like low power laptops. So they don't really have a foothold within the mobile processor, right? Almost every Android phone we're talking about has a Qualcomm processor in it. Um, and Windows have, you know, Microsoft have redone Windows, so it supports ARM processors. So the Snapdragon 820, um, which is in my phone... Uh, actually, actually, this is an Exynos one. Um, if I had this in the US, it'd be a Snapdragon 820. Um, that would theoretically be able to run full Windows 10, right? Which is crazy. Yes. And the thing is, it does have the power. These phones, like yeah, my they're phone... powerful devices. My phone's got, I think it's three gig of RAM, Nexus Six P's. Yes, three gig, and of course, like the One Plus Five that came out the other week. A six, six gig. Um, is it? Uh, is it? Six That's gig more than on the upper I sh- one. I should mention. Is... Uh, yes, yeah, six gigabytes is the higher yeah. end version. Six gigabytes of RAM is more than my laptop. My laptop comes yeah. with four. Um, that is a Chromebook, though. So. It is a Chromebook. Yep. So it only runs but Google Chrome more th- or less. There and are Android a... apps, but it's still. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of Windows uh, laptops that still ship with four gig of RAM. Yeah, and some that ship with two, which I really don't see the point of. But for 180 quid, yeah, t- kind t- of who can argue? T- two, well, two gigs of RAM is becoming a small amount even for Chromebooks lately. So um, mm. I know that a lot of because um, I've I've recently engaged in like the Chromebook discussions. That sounds like a really weird TV show. The Chromebook discussions. <laughs> Um, so, you know, coming um, soon to Netflix. <laughs> coming soon to Snappy Tech. Because, you know, we're competing against Netflix. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've, I've been in a lot of discussions, and even then, right, a Chromebook runs 90% just Google Chrome. And even then, 2 gigabytes isn't enough. Um, it's just the world we're moving towards, right? And it's crazy. Um, that and if the browser doesn't work very well it bleeds ram like hell like i'm currently uh experiencing with uh, waterfox yes you are bleeding ram left and the reason center. why i need to double my ram practically because i've got eight gig at the moment i could go to 12 but i'm most likely i currently have 24 um yeah that's because you edit i yeah i, I film vlogs i don't remember to edit them uh, they sit on a hard drive for a while part of me really doesn't want to upgrade my pc because I, I'm going. To, my next computer is going to be Ryzen, right? That's confirmed. Yeah. It's probably going to be an 1800X. Uh, you know, the highest of high end in terms of Ryzen for the sake of video editing and video production. Um, and that means that I have to get new RAM, and I don't want to buy DDR4 RAM when I already have 24 gigabytes of DDR3, but I can't be bothered to yeah. sell, frankly. And actually um well i'm glad i didn't sell my old ddr3 ram because my last computer had 16 gig um because despite the fact i spec'd up a computer and was like dad if like this is the computer i had spec up to make it even because uh, my grandparents were buying one for me and my brother right. um there was like have 16 gig because um, that's what i think my brother spec'd up so now I'm at the sort of the annoying part of like, I've got 8 gig of DDR4 in my computer and it needs more RAM. <laughs> but the com- the server I've got in my cupboard only needs 8 gig. <laughs> so if it, it built both so... DDR4, you just take it out of that and put it into there, right? 
I wouldn't have the other eight gig in there if that was DDR4 anyway. That would already be in that computer. Actually, I wouldn't have even needed to buy the eight gig of RAM for that computer if. Uh... Yeah. <sighs> Crazy stuff. And yeah. So DDR... this this call... sorry, you're going to mention DDR RAM. Uh, I'll I'll let uh, you finish that. Uh, it's only a quick thing anyway. DDR4 RAM at the moment is uh, uh, sort of a higher point because RAM's one of those things that constantly yes, goes up and down, doesn't it? When I bought my DDR4 RAM um, was between when the 5820K and that sort of series of extreme processors were about to go out for the 6000 series. And uh, at that point, it cost me 38 quid, quid for one chip of 8 gig of DDR4 RAM, like 2133, yeah. I think it was. Uh, now, to get basically the same would cost me about 52, 55 quid, I think it was. So if I go into my Amazon wish list real quick, um, I have the specs for the upgrade already put in there. I'm going to have to sign, in, sign into Amazon. Give me two seconds. You're um, not going to go for a 7900X at uh, one grand? No, I'm not, surprisingly. My entire no. my entire upgrade path is one grand. That's CPU, <laughs> RAM, and motherboard. Um, but and, then you'll, and then you'll have spare money to buy me a razor blade. Uh, surprisingly not. No, I won't. Um, but the crazy thing is, right... Um, the RAM is, I want to say, about £100 for, like, 16 gigs. Uh, if I go into my... Where is it? George's wish list. It is... So, oh, God. It's more than that. It's... Um, and the yeah, price the has dropped is... since I added it to the list. So, it's 16 gigabytes of G-Skill Flare X RAM, which runs at 3200 megahertz. Is which with Ryzen's actually... Which is... Yeah, it's, it's, good. yeah it's specifically... It's, a, it's designed for Ryzen memory, basically. Mm. Um, and it costs £177. 16 gig? For 16 but... gig, yeah. I know it's 3200 megahertz, but... I know, it's a lot of money. It's not cheap. But actually, I didn't even realise how much um, that the speed of RAM actually really mattered mm. uh, with Ryzen. Apparently, it actually makes a, a really big deal. I didn't realise until like yeah. a month ago or something. Because uh, um, it also helps with the Infinity Fabric. That's what that piggybacks off yeah. of. So that makes a huge difference. Um, if you get the right RAM, Ryzen flies. And if you get the wrong RAM, it grinds to a halt. Um, so you have to be careful with the RAM. Yeah, for once, uh, like now, RAM speed is actually finally useful. Before it was so unuseful. So, yeah, the, the more you know. Okay, what uh, what was I doing? So I just okay. want to mention, I just did some rough in my head maths, um, and if if the iPhone sales were delayed, or if iPhone sales were stopped. Apple sold 200 million iPhones last year, right? Can you imagine? Like, this, if this goes through, this will lead to the delay of the iPhone 8, right? It's inevitable because they need to be able to get them into the country. And if they can't get them into the country, then they can't sell them. That's also depending on how quickly it goes through because it could suddenly go through like mid-October, at which point... Yeah, at which point Apple would have prepared for it by already... Yeah, so what this will do is this won't actually stop them from being able to sell the phones. It's stopping them from importing them, which is, you know, essentially okay. the same thing if you're Apple. Um, yeah. But if, you know, if if that was to happen today, then the iPhone 8s aren't already made and aren't already in America. Whereas if it happened, like, mid-October, then they already might have some as much, you know, they'd probably divert all of their attention into getting as many into America as they can. 
um, mm. before that deadline uh, hit. And at which point, mid-October, uh, probably about half of the year's iPhone uh, iPhone sales would have probably already done because most um, yes yeah the so time um, in, like first month yeah so out about two hundred million seventy five million was in one quarter like just after the release so it, it how much this damages Apple really depends on how quickly it goes through the courts because some court things can take months years or whatever but if this manages to actually pass before september really that's really at the point where a lot of apple's stock yeah it, it has to be country. early september um because I'm, mm. I'm fully aware of the fact that apple have this habit of releasing phones on my birthday weekend um <laughs> happy birthday george yeah i'm like thanks apple um it's the same with like fifa that also comes out around my so this year it comes out on the 21st i want to say and my birthday's on the 24th um so you know that's also around my birthday but I don't know why it happened. It's really annoying. <laughs> well, the annoying thing about my birthday weekend, usually, it's usually an international um, break for, for the Premier League. Oh. And like, I think it was birthday before last. I wanted, I was in Southampton anyway for an Against the Current concert. And right. I was really hoping, because that was on the Sunday, which was my actual birthday. I was really hoping on the Saturday there'd be a game at home so I could see Southampton play. Uh, no, like usual, it turned out to be uh, international break. I just want to take this moment to apologise for all the viewers who are um, mentally scarred by the realisation that, for whatever reason, Paul is a Southampton fan. May you all rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, Paul. It's a trap. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. What have you done? <laughs> oh, my days. I'm just gonna do the re- as it, as it's been about but an hour now. It has do the yeah. rest of the show like this. Oh God, don't! Virgin Media might make get, make sue me and get me to take this video down. Sponsored by Virgin Media. Don't say okay. Now I have to like. Oh man, God, that, this isn't sponsored by Virgin Media. He was kidding. Uh, <laughs> Virgin Media have zero affiliation with this podcast or Snappy Tech in as a company. Um, sponsored by Under Armour. It's not sponsored by. Un- <laughs> there aren't any sponsors. No one is paying us to say these words. It's all a. Lo- it's all an elaborate ruse. No one's paying you. <laughs> I I just earned a grand. <laughs> I don't think you did, mate. I'll be honest. Do you want to cover one more co- topic? Let's let's. I think. Yeah. Um, let's talk about one more thing because this is one of the things I really wanted to talk about. Uh, let's talk about one more thing and we can call it a show because, as you said, it has been about an hour. Uh, so. You know, technically, this is when we'd be wrapping up. But, you know, it's been a good week, a lot of conversation. Let's, let's you know, why not? It's, bit, you know, you can stick around, right, for like five, ten minutes. Mm. Uh, I just need to quickly message someone, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. So while you do that, I will discuss the topic. Um, I'll bring it up. So there's this company you may have heard of. They make really good cameras uh, called... There's this company called Red. Uh, you know, they make these 8K amazing cameras, right? Amazing in two senses. One, they capture beautiful video. B, they're expensive. They are amazingly expensive. Just, it is just crazy. Like, yeah, like, isn't it like 50k or something for the yep. um, sort of their top camera? Yep, it is yeah, crazy it's... expensive. So, you know, if you're a com- camera company, Paul, what do you do? What is your next step? Where, where do you graduate Right, you're like, okay, cool. We made a really, we made this really amazing, expensive phone. This phone, really expensive, expensive <laughs> camera. Everyone's buying it. What do you do next? 
Well, I, I think the real peak for a camera company is sponsoring Snappy Tech. Right, okay. Um... Okay, I see what you're doing there. Um... <laughs> God damn it. And speaking of being sponsored by... <laughs> <laughs> Here's a message from our sponsor. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Red. <laughs> I should mention, definitely not sponsored by Red. Oh my God, imagine if we were. We'd ha- well, imagine, my... imagine if we did live streams in 16k. Well, oh, if man. it was sponsored by Red, my webcam would be a hell of a lot better than this. Yes. It, and it, yes, agreed. Yeah, 50 so. is a lot. 50 yeah, grand. Yeah, let me just double check that. I, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the top 8k camera. Um, yeah, it's it's the, the crazy grand. thing is um, that is without a lot of stuff. Right, so that is just for the, the sensor, for the weapon no, 8K it... sensor. Um, that comes without any lenses, without any um, handle. Like it doesn't even come with a handle. You have to buy batteries yeah. separately. Um, and what makes this worse, though, it doesn't come with a lot of things. But Red have a habit of making pr- propriety stuff. And yes. make it very expensive to not use proprietary stuff. And even their own stuff, like one of their display cables, wasn't it like $200 or something? Yeah, For all of their accessories cable, are like $300. Yeah, two, 300 somewhere around there. I mean, some of them are worth two grand. 50k for a camera, it's very expensive. But for one of the top cameras out there, at the same point, you kind of look at it, ah, that isn't that bad. So I'm going to quickly click click through this. The the weapon 8K. um, So the body alone is 49 grand. Um, However, if you want a lens mount, right, to mount your own lens, right, I say your own, like mount a lens, is somewhere between 700 and 2,000 dollars, depending on what kind of lens you use. Do they sell their own lenses, Fred? No, they use um, they use standard lenses. So, so you can't actually. Um, so you need um, a lens mount no matter what. Correct. So, that that, okay, is, so, that is true. So basically, they could have added that price onto the um, thing. Onto yeah, the in essence. Camera. Uh, it then costs. So for a four pack of memory sticks, right? Because you need storage. Um, mm. Again, they have these things called mini mags. Uh, you know, again, proprietary. One, one, one terabyte mini mag, which allows for about 430 minutes of recording. 420, yeah, 430. At 8K? Is, at 8K. Really? Yeah. It's, I thought it's, that'd be more like an hour. Um, it's Well, that's at 24 frames a second and compressed. Oh, okay. um, that costs three grand per storage per unit. Yeah. Uh, you know, as you do. And then... Um, what else do we have here? Some low light filters, uh, light pass filters is another three hundred pound, three hundred dollars. And I've just built in the course of like thirty seconds a sixty-eight thousand four hundred and eighty-eight dollar camera build. Um, and what's for, worse for is the red weapon there are 8K. probably still a lot of things that you need on top of that. Because was there a lens in that press? There wasn't, was no, there? No, that was no lenses. Oh. That was the lens mount, but not a lens. Did, and you didn't have a, like, a screen to view on if you had a camera nope, that you expensive. Also need to, you you can also buy um, a monitor. Yes, yeah. you can monitor it. 
plus you need special uh, specialist proprietary cable and i yep. think a specialist mount yeah red cell all of this and for a ridiculous price and also uh, uh yeah, yeah I, was, I was gonna comment on that you can go you can go yeah um it's not so much a case of that recording in 8k for people to watch in 8k uh, because that's not really a thing at the moment but um what they do is uh, dance sampling on I don't know whether you've heard of downsampling, but basically filming it in 8K, then exporting it to like 4K or 1080p makes it look a hell of a lot better than just filming in 4K. And, and it lets you zoom, as... right? Like if I yeah. if I and... film something in 8K, but I can zoom, and but the final project is 1080p, but I have the ability to zoom all the way in. And that is a very very useful tool because you mean you can, especially because I know uh, Linus Tech Tips. Um, he has the 8K cameras. One, it, uh, they say it helps with quality. And two, they say like after the fact, you can zoom in and still not sacrifice a single bit of quality. It's only after you get like two times zoom, so you double the um, s- screen there, that you actually start to sacrifice some quality. So and that's because they're exporting in 4K, right? If yeah. they were exporting in 1080, they'd be able to zoom eight times. Yeah. And apart from like a few musicians, um, the only people that really use 4K on YouTube um, for all of their videos are tech people, really, yes, actually. Um, so 1080p is still kind of the standard, just usually 1080p 60fps rather than the old 30. So anyway, if you're if you're raining it back in because I don't want to go on forever. Um, yeah. If you're red and you've you've now sponsored the snappy tech podcast which we haven't done um <laughs> what is the next step from there what do you do next well uh, apparently um apparently the next step is create a holographic phone yes um, that is I, I would ding 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 right on the money create a holographic phone i i should want a business <laughs> that's all i have to say to this in fact if you look at the show notes if you uh, first link of description is actually a link to the show notes so you can read mm. along to what we're, we're reading off of. I write, I write these sort of during the week um, as I come across stories. Literally, the first bullet point on the show notes for this subject is, um, what? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Then, then the next is the price. And um, yes. so get this. The, the norm, there's two models, aluminium and titanium. Uh, that, those aren't colours, and... that's what the device is actually made of. I should point that out, yeah. right? Um, the aluminium one is just short of 1200 bucks, um, And the titanium one is just short of $1,600. Um, that's a lot of money. I My wallet's currently in my drawer and I can hear it screaming. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I did um, I did some digging, actually, after writing these show notes. Uh, did some, you know, did some, did some more snooping around. I found out that, that doesn't include sales tax. That doesn't include VAT if you're in the UK. That's that's pre-VAT prices. And then on top of that, if you are buying it in the UK, these I I believe are being produced within America. So you also have to pay for the import fees. So basically, that comes out to about two grand. Two grand. Yeah, more or less two grand. The top one. Yeah, and I'd say about sixteen hundred for the bottom one. Correct. I know that as as we mentioned, it's a holographic phone. What does that mean, um, though? Right? Like, they didn't really explain how so. You can presume 
But the way it comes out is, uh, you, you know, those sort of corrugated car things where if you look at a different angle, it comes out. It's almost seems almost like that um, <laughs> where you can get a free image just from a flat screen. And it's they've not really said much about it. So at the moment, it makes me, they it makes, have a lot of creative freedom. It makes this. me think of uh, the Fire Phone, right? That had like that 3D display that worked by having those four cameras one in each corner and that like tracked your eyes and whatever like is that what they've done who knows it's crazy no one knows because they have apart from telling us it's a holographic display which is five it's gonna be 5.7 inches like they haven't said resolution and they haven't said said anything yeah they've said that you can get 3d on it without glasses but really they've They've told us the bare minimum. They've said it's going to be Android, and they've said they've implemented something into the code of Android to make all stereo audio sound like 5.1 yeah. as well, um, which is kind of cool as well. Um, and they've said that it's going to start shipping in Q1 of 2018. Yeah. So they've given themselves quite a lot of time to hear what people are thinking and saying and being like, oh, this is what I think. Um, they've given themselves enough time to actually be like, Ooh, someone f- thinks that. Actually, let's do that. That sounds like a good idea. Most uh, interestingly, though, and I think the, the thing that I found really amusing was that it has a USB-C port, as you'd expect, but it still has a headphone jack. So they're already one step ahead of Apple. Congrats to them. And um, we, were, we, were inter- we were mentioning really expensive accessories, right? And this mm. phone, the Red Helium, I believe it's called. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Hydrogen, sorry. So. The, the Red Hydrogen. Oh, um, is can be used as an external display for your pre-existing red cameras. Yes. So if you pay $200 for the mount and then another $200 for the cable and then the $1,600 for the phone and then the $68,000 for the camera, you can use all of those together. Go you. And the thing is, actually... <laughs> How much do they charge for their screens anyway? Could this actually be a saving for I like over their seven-inch screen? Point. I think it is about two grand for their seven-inch screen. I think you're right. It might actually be cheaper than their screens. You might. Yeah, so it is it is a bit smaller, um, and so, you would be um, draining your phone I, battery. I've, but... I've, I've pulled up the red website for you. Uh, do, do you want to guess the price? Twenty-two. So this is for the Red Pro LCD seven-inch display. Uh, so I, I want to, I want you to give me two answers. The first question is what is the resolution of the Red Pro LCD seven-inch display, and two, what is the price? Is it four K or eight K? I actually is four K. No, nope. I don't think it's their full resolution, is it? Okay, how about how about you tell me the t- tell me the um price first is it 2200 it's 2500 the resolution okay is 1024 by 600 <laughs> so you're recording in 8k um with uh not even 720 wait with uh, yeah that was yeah that's under 720p so yeah yeah i've got the resolution for a second wow yeah it's under 720p <laughs> and it costs 2500 us dollars so it is actually better to use the phone. Yeah, better ac- and it cheaper. Actually, it actually works out cheaper to use so the phone. Th- yeah. They'll probably charge you a lot for the adapter to use your phone rather $300. than three hundred dollars. Yeah, and three hundred more for the cable. 
So, you know, if you add $600 to the price of the phone, it actually works out to more or less the same price. <laughs> but you'd have a phone with a uh, better quality but yeah, screen. And, but you get a phone and then all the perks that come with that. Yeah. Bloody hell. That has been crazy. Yeah. I think we're going to call it a wrap at that point. I think that's that's where we leave it. 2,500 bucks for a display. Yeah. I, the, I could buy a monitor for that. You could, like you a, could buy a, a very, very good, good monitor like for 4K, that. Like a surround sound 4K monitor setup. The graphics card to go along with it. I think <laughs> that's actually cheaper than the 5K monitors from LG. It is. So the 27-inch LG Ultrafine 5K monitors, which are widely considered to be some of the best monitors you can buy, are £1,100. Just for contrast. Wow. And on that <laughs> note, uh, Paul, where can people find you? Where's the best place to find all the stuff you do? Okay, I have some YouTube channels, but they're not active, so... When they are active, you can see them all on my Twitter, which is at Paul Stoppers. It is down in the description down below. That is correct. It is the um, second link in the description. So go click it, add follow, uh, subscribe. Uh, whichever one I'm, Twitter is, I can't remember. It's follow. Yeah, I'm it above is. all the snap tech stuff. You are, yeah, because you're a guest. That makes you special. And, ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah, so go check out Paul. Um, are you working on anything specifically currently right now? Anything exciting in the pipeline? Um... This is me trying to I'm, plug I'm, your website, Paul. Roll with it. Um, I'm working on trying to get more sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the website's kind of hit a bit of a snag because before I can put it live, I need to sort out the logo area. Um, oh, yes, I'm, you need a logo. I'm, I'm I, I hear that Snappy Tech have a really good graphics designer that you might be able to get to help you with that. No, I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great stuff. <laughs> yes, I did actually mention it to you ages ago, but you never did it. Um, I still need to get you. Did I, you? I did I... actually install Photoshop the other day, actually, on a trial and was got very confused by the new layout. I love that. <laughs> the new layout of Photoshop is really cool. Um, uh, I should mention, for the sake of Eddie's sanity, um, he did mention that they, they might be using the same, a similar tech to what's in the 3DS. Um, mm. I, I'm not sure about that, though. I feel like that would be... It even that like that feels a bit cheap. Like if that's the technique they use, I'm not sure you can flaunt that in a fifteen hundred dollar phone and get away with it. It's uh, it's red. Yes, it is red though. So you know, you never know. So yeah, if you if we you enjoyed this see. podcast, uh, great, thank you. Hit the thumbs up. It's been great having you watch all the way to the end. That's crazy. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, subscribe to see more videos like this one or not this one. And then if you want to come watch us podcast. We do it every Sunday at 8pm British Summertime. Currently, it'll be 8pm GMT when we switch back. But for right now, it's 8pm British Summertime. Come join us. Come say hi. However, if you can't be here, it is also on YouTube, so you can watch it. Um, and if you don't want to watch it, it will actually be on iTunes as of next week. Uh, so if you type in Snappy Tech into your iTunes, you will get the podcast there. And then I'm also working with other podcast distributors. Um, if you go to snappytech.podient.co, I want to say. Um, um, <laughs> snappytech.podient. So podient is P-O-D-I-A-N-T dot co. 
Um, they'll be up just after we finish wrapping up here. And then they're also, if you go to snappytech.com slash podcast, that should redirect you. If I'm not mistaken, I think it might be podcast.snappytech.co.uk. Podcast.snappytech, that's what it is. If you go to podcast.snappytech.co.uk, it will redirect you to the Podium link. Um, so go check that out. That link will okay. not be currently in the description, but it will be added for the next podcast. Thank you guys for watching. And, I, and ow, I just hit the stand. Good job, George. We will see you guys next time. That's it. That's the podcast. That was an hour and 20 minutes of us talking. Bye.